You guys ever think about doing like like a bang Mary kill, but like for like cartoon characters? Constantly, I think. Like Constantly, all, like, all the time. <laughs> well, I got a lot of spare time there. Well, I mean, I've <laughs> thought about it. Welcome to the so, mind. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna throw three out there. All right, Marge Simpson, because well, it's Simpsons. Yeah, yeah, okay. Leela from Futurama. Yeah. Oh yeah. And just for our older friend here, Dave, we're gonna go Wilma from Flintstones. Wilma. Yeah. I was kind of hoping you'd say Betty. <laughs> well, everybody would. Everybody would bang Betty. Clearly, it's mm. Betty. I don't know if I'd bang Betty. I would bang Betty. I'd bang Betty. I'd I'll, I'll, I'll kill Wilma though. Yeah, yeah. no, uh, th- I'd kill Wilma to bang uh, Betty. Who are you marrying though? Yeah, who are you marrying? I'm gonna marry. I'm gonna marry Marge Simpson. I wouldn't. She's an enabler. No, she's forgiving. Yeah, why do you think I would be? Okay? Why would you uh, okay, yeah. with that? I could eat whatever yeah. I want, drink whatever I want, and she'd be okay with it. That's I, good. I, I'm a less yeah. fat version of Homer Simpson. Yeah, yeah. She, I'm gonna go. She would love me. I'm gonna go. Bang, definitely Leela. Yeah, Leela's mm. my b- bang, easy. Yeah, easy, easy. Yeah. Well, I can't be banging her if and I'm banging Betty. But I'm killing Wilma. <laughs> you can't bang Betty in this scenario. Oh, it's Wilma. It's Wilma. <laughs> Dave and Betty, just oh, get off yeah, the Betty. Barney's got it made. Oh, uh, shit. Goes. Guys, I'm recording. Ooh. Recording Why what? Does it, this happens like every second week. This is getting embarrassing. What the fuck are you doing that, though? I don't want people to know about Betty. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Dave, it's, it's on the internet now. <laughs> it's, it's part of the public domain. Uh, Nice cool light podcast. I take back nothing that I said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord, these boys are handsome. This is the Dynasty Football Life Podcast. Well, good evening there, folks, and welcome to our Dynasty Football Life program. This evening, of course, to the left, to the left is Jay. Hello. Uh, from what I heard, hums Beyonce songs during his morning bathroom routine. That's what it sounds like, <laughs> but I assure you there's no Beyonce playing. It's just my musical butt. Really? <laughs> Maybe it's Destiny's Child. Yeah. It's just, no, it's not Kelly Clarkson. That's not Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly Rowland. Kelly Rowland. Kelly Rowland. Yeah. Ro- Rowan, I think. Right, well, we're not getting into the details about uh, Doesn't matter. Jay's morning bathroom routine. Uh, to my right is Ty. Yes. He's a man, I bet. In life or death situation, can learn to play the banjo in a matter of minutes. Fun fact: Ty does play the banjo. <laughs> I do play the. Do you banjo. actually? Oh, I thought you just yes. played the guitar. I uh, play guitar, dabble some other stringed instruments. Banjo, mandolin. How, how many strings does the banjo have? That would be four. Well, my five actually, but the top string is just kind of like a. No, oh, I thought there was like two. String. No, oh, there's more than two. Okay, well, I'd be dead then. <laughs> I'd yeah. Definitely be yeah. dead. Yeah. Uh, and returning this week, Mr. Chris. Chris, is it Chris? It's Chris with That's a C. With a C. Trish. Trish. We have Trish with us, uh, who apparently has a cousin who works at the morgue. It's kind of weird. And he also sells anklets and watches. From the morgue, too, right? <laughs> well, that's, uh, <laughs> I wonder what his source is. It makes you wonder about where you're getting that watch from. No, he didn't uh, work. He doesn't work there anymore. He got laid off uh, for some reason uh, this week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think we can probably pencil that one together. Yeah. <laughs> what's I think going on? Uh, Open and shut case, Johnson. <laughs> Get uh, Troy McClure for that one. No problem. As promised, we will be taking a deep dive. Get our hands dirty here deep, deep. Uh, into our top 20 running back rankings this week. And we will all talk about some players you should be making some offers uh, on and a few that you should be tossing aside like a grenade with a pin pulled. Yep. Someone's going to get hurt. Uh, probably. Wherever, That's wherever, wherever you, kind of the idea. Where we toss that grenade. It's usually not a friendship grenade. <laughs> uh, we were planning to end the season with a deep dive. We love our deep dives. You know, nothing shallow here. We're <laughs> <No. laughs> <laughs> always going down there. Except for our personalities. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, we can all tread water pretty good. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's good. Uh, into college landscape. And who are we targeting for the 2020 draft, which is all right around the corner? Not really, but there is a corner. It's around it. Uh, as you may all be aware, one of the top college QBs went down with a dislocated hip. Yeah, yeah that's going to smart. Uh, that's Tua, our man Tua. Um, How do you say his last name? Yeah, t- I think, uh, Ty, I think you had it. Close. You tried. I hear he prefers Tua. Okay, Tua. we'll just call him Tua. We're gonna just gonna I, call him I Tua. have no fucking idea. We'll honor his wish. Yeah, you know me. I just butcher names. It's not fair. Uh, he's been touted as a top pick, uh, and with Cincy almost assuredly picking first overall. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's going to happen. Uh, <laughs> Looking pretty good, yeah. Uh, you're going to have to assume with their uh, situation there uh, that they're going to take a QB. I think that's safe to say. Uh, this isn't Tua's first injury, though. That's not number one. He's had multiple issues with his ankles during his career and has um, had surgery on his right ankle. Do you think it's his footwear? Is he not wearing proper support? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Okay. I think so, yeah. You yeah. wear some... Uh, it's all about the f- uh, support. Uh, how does this f- uh, affect his draft stock? Do, uh, do you still view him as a top QB in 2020? 
uh, before the injury? Are we overreacting about the injury? I think we're overreacting already, but we may not be. It yeah. all depends on what shapes out after the injury, I think, at this point. I think we'll know a lot more about the long-term effects of his injury closer to the draft. But I think some outlets are definitely overreacting. I think there's definite concerns, enough to drop him a slot or two. CBS just released a mock or mock draft this morning with Tua going to the Patriots with their first pick. I can't see where that happens. He's not going to drop that far unless there's like some serious health concerns. Yeah. The Patriots are going to pick him up there. I think there's too many teams with question marks at the position. But there's a lot of talent in the draft, so I do see a world where that possibly could happen. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I like Tua before his injury, but uh, I think at this point now, with guys like Joe Burrow making serious moves at the draft boards, I think it's way too early. To, uh, I think it's it's just way too early to write him off entirely. But I mean, Ty, was, we were looking at uh, what's his name, Doctor uh, Jesse Morris. I think his name is one of the fantasy yeah. doctors on Twitter, and he was saying he he actually wonders if if Tua will ever be able to return to the field. So I, I think when it comes to hip dislocation, it depends if there's infection in the bone afterwards, right? That's the big concern. Exactly, and we, you know we're not doctors here, but. Would, no, we certainly are. We'll not. have to wait to see how it plays out. Tua could still be a you know day one pick, but he might you know he might fall. We may not be doctors, but it's possible. But Dave definitely plays one on Bumble. <laughs> <laughs> Those girls would be disappointed. No, I'm pretty. I'm, I'm actually quite honest, and that could be the reason why I'm not really getting a lot of uh, a lot of hits. Yeah, yeah, you gotta you lie know. a bit, man. Yeah. I think I think at this point maybe we'll take a look at our uh, way too early look as it is at our college QB rankings. Absolutely. Start off with uh, Joe Burrow. LSU number one right coming now. in at coming in at six four. He actually just hit six four. Still growing. Um, he's two hundred sixteen pounds right now at this minute. Uh, what the heck is this word? Meteoric rise. Meteoric. <laughs> Meteoric <laughs> rise. Like one, of, one of those meteorics almost hit the, the earth. Fucking meteorics. <laughs> Remind me, Ty, next time on the show, Doc, to limit the words to yeah. ones Dave can say. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. God, he's only got a high school diploma here. Uh, and the bit, um, So anyways, we got that word rise and the potential to fall as well. So our bets are on him going uh, first overall. Uh, current Heisman favorite has been electric. Yeah, and even you look at the coach in, uh, in LSU, Ed Oregon, yeah. calls him Ed-Yo. one of the most important recruits in program history. He's got 3,687 yards, 38 TDs with just six INTs. is insane. Yeah. And in PFF, Pro Football Focus, which are, I mean, they're so respected to the fact that NFL actually uses them in their broadcasts. Yes, but they do. But they quoted, in a meteoric rise to the top, no quarterback can top the level of play that Burrow has been able to put forth every le- on every level of the field on any situation. When any quarterback not named Joe Burrow leads a PFF signature stat category, it becomes an accomplishment. You know how much of an impact you've made on the landscape of college football. That's Pretty high praises. Yeah, for and he, sure. And he did outshine Tua before uh, Tua's injury. When yeah, I don't think Alabama. I, I don't think that changes too much as far as where they're going to go. No, like Burrow looked a lot better than Tua when they did face off a couple weeks ago too. So he's looking like uh, the probably the number one right now. Okay. Excellent. Number two is our man Tua, uh, Alabama. Uh, a little yeah. bit shorter, a little Andrew. bit bigger. Six one two eighteen. Mm-hmm. Jay, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. talk to me about this man Tua. I still don't think he's getting passed up. I think he's a potential franchise QB with some serious health concerns that may scare off a team or two. But there's way too many teams in the NFL right now that are far worse at quarterback. I can definitely see a narrative where like guy like Haskins gets the Rosen treatment and Tua is drafted in Washington. Before his injury, 2,840 yards, 33 TDs to three INTs. Like that's that's still if if he can come that's back healthy right and play, there. he's still a great quarterback. All right, yeah, that's good right there. Wonderful. Yeah, I just have to see on the injury front for sure. Yeah. That's the only thing that matters with him right now. Uh, numero trois, number three, Justin Herbert. 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 He's American. All right. <laughs> it's not Ebel. <laughs> he could be pretentious. All right. Justin Herbert, uh, pretentious man from Oregon. He's in the state of uh, Oregon, so um, he might live in Portland and go by Hebert. Well, either way, he's tall. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a big boy. Uh, he's six six. if my eyes don't deceive me. Coming in at uh, 237. Dave's an excellent judge of height, so I believe <laughs> Absolutely. He is, he's a tall drink of water. Ty, you've been talking about Herbert for a while now, aren't you? Maybe, uh, yeah, what do you... Uh, tell us what you think. Because I don't know. I, I like Herb, uh, Her- Herbert. He bear. <laughs> he's, he's, he's playing behind a really good offensive line in Oregon. And personally, I just kind of don't really trust Oregon quarterbacks right now. No. What, did Marcus Mariota Had my heart broken by uh, Marcus Mariota already. Well, that's just one. Uh, but one uh, examples. He's, he has almost a 70% completion rate this year. Which is always good. I like the high completion rate in college. I think that's always a pretty good, uh, pretty good stat to go with. And what's he had two twenty six hundred yards, twenty eight TDs to three INTs. Like that's pretty impressive. Yeah, I think he's a pretty safe pick overall. And I love the guy. Size. He six, profiles six. well. Six six is great in a quarterback. Next, we're going to talk about my boy. Who's your boy? Four. 
Jalen Hurts. Hurts. Oklahoma, 6'2", 2'19". Coming from the Lincoln-Riley quarterback fame, who's produced two of the first overall picks in back-to-back years with Mayfield and Murray. This will not be a three-peat, though. (laughs) Hurts is great. We backed up Tua last season before transferring the Sooners, where he's yet to... He's been like he's basically been just as productive in the system as um, Mayfield and Murray were. Hertz hasn't played a lot in his college career. And I think a guy down our list, Eason, he's also very raw, fantastic runner, nearing a thousand rushing yards so far this season, but needs more time to hone his passing game and decision making. He's been completing seventy three percent of his throws, but like I mean, he's got what's his name? CD. He's uh, one of the wide receivers there in Oklahoma. He's been fantastic this year. But, oh, yes. I mean, they, they have a great they have a great offensive system, so I don't expect expect anywhere near that type of, of efficiency going into the NFL. But he is an athletic freak and could very well be one of the best quarterbacks in the draft, if not the best, depending on situation and how he's treated afterwards. I think he just needs a team kind of d- to design an offense around his unique skill set, like Lamar Jackson. I think everyone probably remembers when Lamar Jackson would never be an NFL QB passer. Yeah, yeah. His mom said he's going to be a quarterback. He believed in himself. Yeah, and his mom. And his mom. Him too. And his mom. That helps. Yep. And the Baltimore Ravens—they built yeah. an offense around him that supports him. So yeah, and it, he's already got over three thousand yards a season, twenty-eight TDs and five INTs. He gets a lot of support. That's good. Yeah. Just imagine your mom's like, "No, I don't want you to be quarterback. Be a tight end." Yeah, he's not tall enough, Dave. Yeah, I know. Just want you to know that. Well, if he was a tight end, he would have been drafted earlier because Baltimore did actually select a tight end before him. Yeah. Aiden Hurst. Yeah, not a great pick. <laughs> <laughs> but they still got But they got Mark guy. Andrews, they're so they're okay. They're all right. And Mark Andrews in the third round, too. So. Mm-hmm. All right. Worked out. Next guy. You guys ready for the next guy? Yes. I don't like him. Put Jake, him ready for Jake him. from Georgia. He's kind of like the opposite. Jake from <laughs> Georgia. Jake, Jake from, <laughs> from Georgia. Plays for Georgia. Plays for Georgia. 6-2-2-20. Yeah, he's a bit different than, uh, than Hertz. Opposite. Yeah, more of a safe really? guy. He's a guy that a lot of people look at as being a... You know, a guy could probably step in the NFL and be a starter right away. A mediocre one. But, yeah, maybe not a great one. You see him in some, some mock drafts. You see him up near the top. Like People think he could go in the top couple of picks. And others where you know, he's falling to a day two pick. We'll have to see how that goes. Mm-hmm. But he, he's been efficient as a, as a pocket passer. 77.9% completion rate, 15 TDs to two. So, I mean, if he can play behind a decent offensive line in the NFL, he could succeed. At first you don't succeed. Is that Beyonce or... Destiny Child? I have no idea. <laughs> what no. is with you and Destiny Child? I think, I I think it's just a <laughs> saying is if, if first you don't succeed, try, try again. Doesn't they say I try think again? you just sang it, first and that's why succeed. you think it's a song. Da, 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 da. That's definitely a song, and I think it's Destiny. <laughs> Pinchler? No. Look this up. It sounds familiar, but I'm not sure. Well, look it up. <laughs> what the fuck no. <laughs> you guys th- these guys think I'm crazy here. It's a Beyonce song. What, what, what Beyonce song or Destiny Child song? Either one. To? She was in the group. She, it checks out. <laughs> at first, you don't succeed. That song. At first, you don't succeed. Anyways, get back to us. Let them know later on the show. <laughs> um, sorry, we were still talking <laughs> about <laughs> are we moving J- on. Jacob Eason out yes. of Washington State. 6'6", yeah, 227 pounds, and raw as, well, that chicken Gordon Ramsay always yells about. Yeah. He lost his job to Fromm in 2017 and transferred to Washington and then sat out the entire season. The redshirt junior, plenty of potential, checks mm. all the boxes, but not ready to start NFL level. Next Just year. not ready, eh? Just not ready, That's man. Just not ready. Well, he's got I mean, 2,472 yards, 20 TDs, and 7 INTs. He's not the worst for the uh, TD yeah, to INT ratio. Worst, I think yeah. the next guy on our list is probably going to top his... Uh, his ratio there, but uh, uh, he's not the best. And he's got, yeah. he's got a. I mean, he's one of those guys who just has some of the best raw talent. Mm-hmm. But size, yeah. everything size, else. Yeah. He's just, he's just at the end of the day, he just, it, okay. he's probably not going to be there. But he's still, he's still pretty highly ranked. Be an exciting yeah. prospect for a team draft. Yeah, exactly. Him, don't draft Pro- him if you need a quarterback to start next year. Mm-hmm. No. Our next guy, uh, Jordan Lust. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Jordan Love. I get those often confused. <laughs> There's a fine <laughs> line. Jordan Love. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Utah State, 6'4", uh, 225.0 pounds. See, I call him Jordan. We can just be friends. Jordan, we can. <laughs> Every time I say hello, I get that back. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Dane Fawcett. Uh, who wants to talk about him? I'll talk about him. You want to talk about him? Yeah, Jordan Love. I think he's probably the most gifted, physically gifted QB in the class, but also the most frustrating by far. He's got amazing arm talent. That's love, isn't it? It's frustrating. Well, it, it is. He's yeah. like he's like that, that, you know, he's like... The worst kind of love, mm. the frustrating kind. Mm. He's got amazing arm talent, questionable decision-making, big-time questionable decision-making. 
He love loves to routinely force balls into coverage. Ooh, I've seen that before. Yeah, he turns the ball over with abandon. The man is a uh, Ooh, is a turnover machine with abandon. It's like Jameis Winston in the making. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> could be, he could be. But I mean, you got to look at Utah State. They don't have any elite playmakers, so I think we need to factor that in. But just like Eason, Love needs a ton of time to develop and won't be ready to start next year by far. Two thousand six hundred eighty-four yards, thirteen TDs, and fourteen INTs. That's a little high on the INTs. Oh, yeah. You're trying to force that yeah. ball in. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, the receivers are... T- his receiving core is not good. Oh, the, the team is not yeah. good. The team's yeah. so good. There you heard your garbage. All right, let's talk about a guy who's not very good either. Uh doing our running back. Right? Yeah, we're doing our running back uh, rankings number 1 to 20. Um, this is going to come as a bit of a surprise here at number 1, considering he's probably <laughs> the number one player in any sport right now in the world. Um, I haven't checked out Billiards lately, though. I don't know who's number one in that world. But uh, Christian McCaffrey, he's 23. Last week, the Panthers were dominated by the, uh, sorry, Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, the yeah, Falcons. They're, yeah. They're, they're coming back, man. Yeah, it's uh, a couple upsets in a row for them. Yeah. Yeah, okay. it's, a, it's a team that shouldn't have started as badly as they did. Mm, yeah. No. yeah, that I knew for sure. But, uh, yeah, they're turning around 29-3. to uh, the, I don't know if you guys saw, but the Panthers' offense looked pretty terrible out yeah, there. Kyle uh, Allen was rough. Uh, Mr. Kyle Allen had one of the worst quarterback performances of the year, throwing four interceptions. Uh, I think he's pretty much proving he may not be the future quarterback in Carolina. Yeah, he will so. not be. He will not be. Uh, yeah, you're right. Just, uh, still, despite uh, this, McCaffrey, of course, still had 70 rushing yards uh, and 121 receiving yards on 14 freaking targets, uh, proving that... Uh, he is the most matchup proof player in fantasy. He's their entire offense. There's no it? situation where you go wrong with that guy at all. No, no. I think without a yeah. doubt here, McCaffrey's worst fantasy Man. total this season was 6.3 points in week two in half PPR. Basically, since that, he's been a lock for 20-plus points every week. Fantasy total is 37, 6, 26, 28, 44, 24. 19, 25, 36, 23, and 24. Ugh. You know what that averages out to? 27 fantasy points per week in half PPR. It's pretty impressive. Yeah, it's insane. He's at 248 total fantasy points and half PPR. So if you're in a four-point-per-passing touchdown league, he's he's above the top quarterbacks like Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson. It's crazy. Well, McCaffrey's also must have liked Aaliyah because he's tried again, and he's br- uh, dusted, dusted himself off what? after uh, not succeeding because that was the song we were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. It's Aaliyah. It's Aaliyah. It's Aaliyah. It's Aaliyah. But don't forget. Egg <laughs> on your face, Dave. Yeah. yeah. Let's but not forget still... McCaffrey has 2,592 rush yards. Twenty, uh, just over two thousand uh, receiving yards in his career. McCaffrey and Herschel Walker are the only Ooh, two uh, players man. in NFL history to have twenty five hundred plus rush yards and two thousand plus receiving yards in their first three seasons. That's good company. So he's definitely uh, tried, tried again. So there you go, folks. And it is a song, and and just not by who I thought it was. <laughs> McCaffrey still has like five games left to add to that. I'm wondering yeah. what the fuck you're talking about, Leah. Yeah, was she like, wasn't I, a big hit. I feel uh, like I, d- I knew that right away. I was like, that's like an R&B artist from like two thousand, yeah. right? It's got to yeah. be. Okay, cool, Mr. Shoot. Uh, coming in at number two, Saquon Barkley. At a young ripe age of 22. Um, he's obviously struggled a bit since coming back from injury. Uh, under 65 yards in each of his past three games, including a 13-rush one-yard game in week 10. Ouch, Uh Obviously, there is no worry. Uh, there's no reason to worry about Barkley at all. No, no, nobody should be worried about Barkley. The guy's a stud. He's a stud. Yeah, 1,300 rushing yards, 700 receiving yards as a rookie, over 2,000 all-purpose all yards. You don't have to worry about him. He's a generational talent. Hopefully hopefully the offense gets a little bit better around him and he, su- he could succeed a little more. But, I mean, there's not much to say about Barkley and McCaffrey. They're, they're obviously your top two. Ty, wait, wait, wait. We're going to edit that out. This, this, some of the guys in our league listen to this. You need to worry about Barkley. Bar- <laughs> Barkley's at the end of his career. He has a... a <laughs> a, a butt injury that's going to happen forever, <laughs> and you need to trade him. I would do it for a second round pick, or uh, you know, even a uh, you know, like a Bonfon <laughs> or something. A third pick. Just, yeah. just, just, just get him off your roster get now. Him off, get him out. Okay, moving on. <laughs> uh, that league that actually might work. Right, number three, Alva, Alvin, uh, and the Camaras. Alvin Camara, twenty four. Great kid. Uh, he's averaging what? Let me see. About fifteen point zero five fantasy points per game this season. That's in our preferred format of a half PPR, of course. Uh, while owners can do a lot worse than 15 fantasy points from their running back, Comerica, uh, Comerica, Comerica Industries, Industries. Comerica Industries. Uh, currently ranks 10th among running backs in fantasy points per game. We got McCaffrey, Cook, Jones, Eckler, Henry, Chubb, Elliott, Jacobs, Fournette are all ahead of him. There's a lot of good names there, but... Uh, 
little you know, bit lower than you expect. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's a couple guys in there. I, I, I anticipate Kamara eclipsing on a regular basis, but I think it's a bit of a misnomer here because most of Kamara's numbers this year are actually a little bit better than last season. His current 16-game pace is 907 rushing yards, 93 receptions, and 745 receiving yards. Last year, 883 rushing yards, 81 receptions, and 709 receiving yards. Keep in mind, he did miss two full games with the injury this season and was kind of limited in a couple others. Yeah, yeah. I think the biggest regression this season has been uh, obviously in the touchdown touchdowns. Yeah, Kamara only has one rushing touchdown this season. Last year he had 14 rushing touchdowns and four receiving. That's 18 total touchdowns, which is ridiculously yeah, yeah, high. not really repeatable. That's considered but a lot. It, it, it is considered a lot, a lot. Yeah. For those of you checking at home, that is a lot. But, you know, one touchdown this season, that's just way too low. That should, that should kick up a bit, and he should, uh, he should be fine. Yep. Cool. Number four. That really doesn't come as a whole lot of a surprise. Our boy Zeke has Well, maybe for some. Some people might maybe. have Maybe. You're right, actually, Ty. Uh, yeah. Jay, sorry. I'm I apologize. Jay. You're Jay. To the left. To, uh, to the left, to the left. You're right. You're right. The man is never wrong. All right, age 24. Uh, he's been uh, he's been good this year. 16-game pace, 13, 32 yards. It's a good pace, but not uh, not the elite levels that we'd seen him from the past, though, right, guys? Not no, elite. His rushing's been down a little from past seasons. 83 yards per game this year compared to past seasons of 108, 98, and 95. Yeah, 83 rushing yards a game is still fine. His receiving numbers have also down a little from last year. He had 77 receptions and 567 yards, and that makes a huge difference in fantasy, especially if you're a half-point or full-point PPR league. Big time. Yeah, definitely a little bit of a tick down in the receiving, and it kind of makes sense, too, with the addition of uh, Mark Cooper and the emergence of Michael Gallup. And even the additional uh, pl- big play of uh, Tony Pollard now. Yeah, having a guy yeah. behind him that I actually do some work is... Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah it kind of makes sense that he's getting a little bit less work in the passing game, but he's, he's still on pace this season for 355 total touches. That's fine. That plays. Oh, yeah. Helps keep No worries. Uh, Zeke's, one of the, well, Zeke's probably one of the safest running backs of all these guys we talked yeah, about. Yeah, he's pretty yeah. safe. They just, they just paid him a ton of money. Like, I don't yeah. think they're moving on from him. So. Keeps him healthy, too, when you're not like... But doing all all the work, a little bit of. Uh, were we talking about earlier, Ty? Though, we're like, as soon as a running back gets paid some money, it's like time to move on. That's yeah. true. Yeah, this might be the exception. I like to sell yeah. once they get. I'm not saying I wouldn't sell Zeke though. Yeah, yeah no, I'm not. I, I'm, 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 for the right yeah, yeah. for the right price, Ty, I'll sell Kamara, Mahomes, also anybody. Like I have Zeke ranked Gaffrey. higher than I have Zeke ranked higher than like say like Nick Chubb, who we're going to talk about in a minute, but. If somebody gives me Nick Chubb in like a second for Zeke, I consider yeah. it. Shut up and take my money. Well, we're not going to talk about him in a minute, unless we can't spend a minute. On Dalvin Cook. Oh, he's got... So let's see if we can spend a minute on full, this guy. I got full minutes. For <laughs> uh, he's averaging 21.25 fantasy points per game in our half EPR this uh, f- in format. Uh, that's second to Christian McCaffrey only, who's, uh, who alone uh, stands at 27.31. It's just amazing. It's safe to say that you guys have had McCaffrey and Barkley in a tier above everyone else. Maybe even McCaffrey in a tier of his own, I would say. Possible, um, yeah, it's possible. For but, sure. but, but how close... Is Dalvin Cook to you guys uh, like Kamara and Elliott? I put him in the same group right now. I mean, last year, yeah. if you'd asked me that, I would have laughed out loud because, I mean, the guy was injured. Right injured now. again, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but he gets a ton of touches in the offense, 259, 11 games. He's on pace for 376 touches this year. That's, that's 21 more than Zeke. I think we all know he's a good runner, 11 rushing TDs in 11 games this year, and the, the scheme fits him, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and I, I love that he's being used in the passing game too. What's he on pace for? Right now he has well, 45 receptions and 455 mm. receiving yards this year. So that, that's a big help. Yeah, it's uh, not bad. Yeah, it's, it's a lot more work than Steph Diggs gets. So. <laughs> yeah. It's, a, it's so not bad, but it's also been very consistent this year because his lowest fantasy point, point total in half PPR this season is 12.4 points. So if you gave him that total every week, he would finish the season with just under 200 uh, fantasy points, which would have made him the running back 12 overall uh, last uh, season so even at his worst uh that's that's and rb1 and again that is using uh the uh worst of last season or this season so basically his worst week still translate to to an rb1 season yeah. or back end rb1 so that's that's no. pretty that's pretty damn that translating to a guy you want on your organization absolutely all right yeah. another guy i, I think you guys so. want to, I, th- I know you guys are being on this guy's really surprised I'm me s- actually starting to swell just talking uh, about uh <laughs> it's nick chubb Number uh, number sliding number twenty three. <laughs> uh, he's proven to be one of the pure runners. No additives, just pure. This guy, he's a pure runner in the NFL. Uh, Twenty career games as a starter. Chubb has averaged ninety one point seven rushing yards a game. Boom, not too bad. Uh, and this season, he is sitting at a thousand eleven rushing yards in ten games. That's one hundred one point one FM. 
It's actually a real station. Anyways, it's uh, <laughs> rushing for those of you that are direct. <laughs> right now. I'm sure it's a real station. For everyone else, world. Uh, uh, you know, it probably is. Too. Um, so yeah, so he's he's doing just fantastic. Is this just a lack of lack of use of the p- in the passing game that keeps him from being top two or three? Yeah, I'd say for now that's pretty much what it is. They're not passing to anybody really successfully <laughs> on that team. I mean, the, the more times you you don't let Baker touch the ball, the better off you're probably going to be at this point. Yeah, yeah so it's not Odell taking all of his targets either. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> no, but, no, it's not. But no, his receiving game has a, like it, it. It's not great, and it wasn't really expected to be. But still, he's on pace for 59 targets this season and 43 receptions, which is which is fine. Like if you get a running back that can get to the 50 reception mark, that's enough to help. Yeah, I think we've seen it pretty recently with guys like Leonard Fournette too, who averaged two receptions per game in his first two seasons. Yes, now he he's at, now he's what five? Yeah, I believe so. Zeke, also the same type of thing, averaged two receptions per game in his first two seasons before hitting five last season too. So I mean, those are two guys that didn't really profile as pass catchers out of college. Yeah, that, you know, once you add that element to their game, I think it's something that you know I don't think Nick Chubb is not incapable of doing that. No, I think if the team kind of game plans towards it a little bit and works him in there, then he can do it. He'll never be an elite pass catcher, but he can, he yeah. can add that, that element to it. I think some I think, guys yeah. just want the ball. Game, yeah. and, 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 and give be, me the ball. And to be a good running back in today's NFL, you have to have some element of pass yeah. catching in your game because yeah. it's just too easy to plan for it. You can stack the yeah. box like no twenty. Like look at Leonard Fournette. When he wasn't catching the ball, man, they were just stacking the box. Yeah, so exactly, they stopped. Yeah. I mean, last week and last two weeks have been great, but uh, now that they're not stacking the box anymore because they don't know if he's going to get the ball off the handoff, he might actually yeah. be in a in a passing play. Yeah, I mean, if they want the ball and they know they have to receive the ball and they want the ball, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna catch it. No, they'll work. They're on hungry. It. They want. The, they love it. Uh, here's a guy I love personally. Number seven. Yeah, uh, he's pretty good. He's pretty good. I think uh, he's only at a who is he? Twenty one. Uh, Josh Jacobs. That's helpful. It is helpful. Not just number seven. Number seven. <laughs> number seven. <laughs> he's not a corporate entity. He's All a man. Right. His name is Josh Jacobs. All right. So seven has looked good as a rookie. Uh, <laughs> he, uh, he's RB8 uh, this year. And is, uh, 923 rushing yards. Ranks fourth in the NFL behind only McCaffrey, Cook, and Chubb. So, wow, that's pretty impressive for, uh, for seven. For anyone. Uh, yeah, for Josh, Regardless yeah. if he's a rookie or not, but he's yeah. like he's like he absolutely good, legit yeah. as a runner. I like. Him. I think the only knock on him has been his passing work. He has 17 receptions and 23 targets this season, which is actually pretty good. Like when you consider, yeah, you know, like the guys, the guys catching the ball potentially in traffic. But at the end of the day, I think he's shown a bit of flashes at a receiver, even in Alabama. 20 receptions for 247 yards and three TDs last year. So I mean that that element is in his game. I think a lot of it's just do with a young a young running back. They also have a good. You know, they have a decent slot target in Hunter yeah. Renfro that's been uh, kind of yeah, catching right. up some, some more volume lately. Yeah. So I think eventually you'll see you'll see that album in his game. I think the other backs. There. I think the Jaylen, other backs Jaylen, Jaylen Richard, do it too. Jalen yeah, Richard, excellent. even Washington yeah. sometimes gets Jaylen Richard basically is, is only like, key to his game is, is a pass catcher. Yeah. So. I forgot about him. Right. I was just thinking of Hunter Renfro emerging. It's okay. That was Ty's <laughs> here to elaborate. And that's what when exactly he gets stuck in the excitement of Hunter Renfro, it's, <laughs> it's easy to miss. Uh, he looks like an accountant, not Jaylen a fucking Richards. wide receiver. It's you impressive. Can, <laughs> you can do my books anytime. Well, let's not forget to have the big plays as well, though, because uh, Jacobs has 13 runs of 15 or more yards this season. That puts mm-hmm. him near the top of the league in uh, this category, ahead of a lot of elite players like Christian McCaffrey, who only has 12 runs of 15 plus uh, yards. Interesting. There you go. Yeah, you can beat McCaffrey at anything, and I'm, I'm in. Boom. Agreed. Number eight, Leonard Fournette. He's been pretty good this year. 16 game pace, 1366 rushing yards. I like this number, 4.7 yards attempt. That's I like decent. that. That's good. That's that's a sweet spot. It's really like 4.4 and up, 4.5. That's really where you, where you, where you, you want to be. You can hang your hat on that rushing Absolutely. Attempts, on those rushing attempts. Uh, 526 receiving yards, which has been a nice change for Fournette. Uh, touchdowns have been hard to come by. Uh, but other than that, mostly positive for Fournette. Yeah, I think we've alluded to it earlier. I think the receiving has been a huge plus for Fournette. Look at last week. Negative gain script meant the Jaguars threw the ball 47 times and only rushed the ball nine. Well, it's certainly limited Fournette. He didn't kill you because he had seven catches and 34 yards. It's something we didn't previously see with Fournette. Yeah, you have to remember for, uh, for running backs, a passing targets were 2.83 times as much as a carry in PPR league. So being involved in the passing game, that's always a huge plus for running backs. Yep. All right, number nine. Joe Mixon, twenty-three. He's come alive the last couple uh, couple uh, weeks, I guess, since the, since the QB change. I guess come back to life a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, over the last two uh, two weeks, Mixon has stat lines of thirty rushes for one hundred fourteen yards. That's a season high. Uh, Fifteen for eighty-six and a TD last week. The Bengals seem to be committed to giving Mixon some touches, well deserved, uh, 
even in a negative uh, game script, which they are constantly in. <laughs> exclusively. <more times. laughs> exclusively, yes. So, yeah, Jay. I don't, I don't think he just came alive. I think he used to be a ghost for a while. He was. The, the man we thought he was on the running game was kind of hampered by that whole offensive scheme. But, I mean, it's been a rough year yeah. overall for Joe Mixon. But I don't, I mean, Dynasty Rotors, you got to write the year off, but the Bengals are going to find themselves in a lot of negative game scripts again next year. Uh, with some health in the O-line and, and a likely QB change, <laughs> Joe Burrow, there should be better days ahead. Yep. Yeah, it's not like they had a great team last year, and he, st- he still had a pretty respectable season. Almost 1,200 rushing yards, ATDs, 43 receptions for another close to 300 receiving yards. Look at last year, Mixon averaged over 100 yards per game. This season he's only at 68, so. He's got talent. It's looking up. He's a great buy in Dynasty right Absolutely. Now. Absolutely. I agree. Bye, bye, bye. Baby, bye, bye, bye. That's in sync. Another Beyonce. Oh, oh, yeah. No. What, yeah. What, what kind of trip are we taking? <laughs> <right>? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's like a band, too. I got a little bit of that on my Spotify. Wasn't a band. Wasn't good. <laughs> but you're allowed to have it in your Spotify because free choice. That's right. <laughs> I still have that uh, well, Here's a guy I don't have anywhere on any of my teams anymore. Number 10, Melvin Gordon. He's 26. Uh, Gordon looked terrible after returning from his holdout, but he has looked more like the Melvin Gordon uh, the last old of uh, the old uh, blah, 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 last three weeks. Pe- last That's three weeks he's been good. That's what I'm trying to say. Just took a <laughs> long trip. Just took a long trip around there, but he's been looking good lately. <laughs> took about as long as it took Melvin Gordon to get back up to <laughs> yeah. fucking game shape. Yeah, week nine had him 109 total yards and a couple end zones. Uh, week 10, uh, 133 yards and a touchdown. Week 11, 90 total yards. Still on either. Uh, I, neither of you are too high in Gordon. I'm not. You're not. Ty, I don't think you are. Maybe you are. I don't know. No. Uh, no. Why is that? And, and why not rank him lower? Well, I'm not super high on Gordon. The only reason you can't really rank him all that much lower is just because everybody that we're about to talk about after him has pretty serious question marks, too. Okay. And this, the running back class, it's really top-heavy right now. I think we're going to see an injection of a lot of good running backs after this coming draft. Probably see two or three guys that will jump into that top ten. But for now, it's like it's it's hard to really put too many of these guys ahead of Melvin Gordon. Okay, I'll trust you on that. Yeah, I'm a little concerned about where he's going to end up too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's another question mark. Like Lev Bell, like would you rather Lev Bell's a Steeler or Lev Bell's a Jet? You know, Steelers were almost uh, going to get him back. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, they did look at <laughs> it. Take a look at like no. it, it, I mean, it, it was investigated, and I think yeah. with with a guy like Melvin Gordon, I mean, he's like he's a guy that I've never really been too high on. He's he's made his work in the end zone. Where yeah. does he end up? What's the game script going to look like? Is he going to be on a rebuilding team or is he going to be on a cha- on a contender? Like I mean, it's, it's yeah. tough to say. Yeah, who knows? There's even like the world exists where the Chargers. I mean, apparently they're offering ten million bucks mm. a season in the off season. Maybe they just go back to that and he realizes that's the best he's going to do. I think it will and be he stays regardless. A, and he stays a Charger for a couple more years. In that case, you have an RB one for a few more years. There you go. Yeah, I think. I think the, it's just it's just not we'll a situation I want anything to do with personally. That's fair, and, and like me and t- like we were talking earlier, like uh, as soon as a running back gets paid, as soon as they get to that twenty six, twenty seven, twenty eight range, they get paid. It's uh, for me, I'm selling now. Yeah. No, I think Melvin Gordon, like if he, if he ends up, even if he ends up in a decent situation going into next season, he still he'd still be a sell for me. All right, let's move on to number eleven, Aaron Jones, twenty four. Uh, he's had a few rough weeks at the start of the season. Uh, that's when we told him to, to sell, maybe. Uh, 13 for 39 against the Bears, 10 for 19 against the Broncos, 13 for 21 against the Eagles. Yikes. Uh, but despite that, he's currently RB3 overall. Do you guys uh, do you guys buy into uh, this man named Aaron Jones? Yeah, I think so. But uh, I've been saying it for a while. I've been wrong. But I think he's still due for some touchdown regression. He's got 14 in 10 games. Eight of them are rushing. Devontae Adams is back. The offense generally flows through him. I think Jones is going to lose some targets with Adams back in the picture. But, I mean, really, he's, what was he, what, three targets, zero receptions in the past two weeks since Adams returned? I think that, I think that speaks volumes. It, it speaks volumes, but Aaron Jones is averaging seven fewer fantasy points in a game than Devont, Devontae Adams plays. Well, when Devontae Adams Well, plays, yeah, yeah, when Devontae plays, he's not, he's not yeah, anywhere near what he was. That's a good chunk less. That's a No, and I think... Uh, I think a lot of people were just kind of overly down on him because of uh, some of the bad uh, rushing games he had at the start of the year. I think we expected okay. that, though. When but you look at their expected, schedule, exactly. yeah, we, we all kind of said that at the start of the year. Yeah, I think you have to look at a guy that's had five and a half yards per carry over his first two seasons in the NFL, a little bit lower than that this season. I think he showed some talent. Like he's a guy, I, I do not mind having him on no, the roster right now. I think, too, like you look at where he was, Where I mean, he wasn't a high pick. There was not a lot of stock in him. Nope. We've seen what happened with Green Bay running backs in the past. 
Aaron Jones is probably the best one they've had in a long time. Yeah, got to give him credit for that. <laughs> he's better Maybe than Eddie Lacy. He's definitely yeah. better than Eddie Lacy. Might be underrated. Although Bits, three Chinese restaurants in Green Bay had to close this year. Yeah, Eddie Lacy was putting many kids through college. You were putting my kids through college. That's a lot of MSG. MSG's not bad for you, Dave. It's a. It's a it's no, a, no, I'm just saying it's a lot. Did good. I say it was bad for you? It's it's a, it's ra- a lot. It's a racist principle from the 70s. <laughs> it's delicious. It makes food taste good. You know what makes food taste good? MSG. Right. And number 12, Chris Carson. He's 25. A lot of people refused to buy into this Carson guy last year. They thought that Rashad Penny would be the guy in Seattle. And it seems like people are continuing to undervalue Carson. Is that right? Is he being undervalued? Oh, he is. He is for sure. And Ty can attest to this. Ty, how, how big of a fan was I ever of Rashad Penny? You were, you were never a fan. I Actually, I was a fan. I just wanted to say that because very t- rarely I'll, I'll am I right on these ones. I'll take my you lumps embrace, on that one. Embrace yeah. I mean, I think most people were a big fan of Rashad Penny. I wasn't. I don't know why he doesn't get more love in Dynasty. 14 games last season, 1,300 total yards and nine t- rushing touchdowns. The not season bad, is on yeah. pace for almost 1,400 yards and 302 receiving yards. He's not super dynamic. He's not, I mean, he's not the best running back in the NFL. He's not uber talented. But his workload's good, and he's a fantastic power runner. Yeah, I think he's one of the best power runners in the league right now. And personally, I want the Seahawks feature back. Absolutely. And that's yeah. what he is. Rashad Penny is not a threat to that. There was rumors that he was actually on the block this season on the trade deadline. I just mm. love Chris Carson. No, I think I'm not like, I like him a little bit more after uh, kind of looking at those numbers. I didn't know uh, 1,300. It's not bad. No. Yeah. yeah and uh, Sorry, Chris. I didn't, uh, yeah, sorry, Mr. Carson. And the, a lot of people were kind of thrown off by the fumble issues at the start of the year. But he's never really had a problem with fumbling. No, didn't last year, didn't in o- at Oklahoma State in college. He, he's fine for that. Don't worry about the fumbles right now. Don't worry about it. Not right now. No. Maybe later. Not now. Yeah, maybe later. Uh, here's a guy you should worry, worry about now. Maybe later. I don't know. Number 13. We're big on this guy. Carry on Johnson. He's 22. Uh, he's a player that all, all of us, again, we like him. We do like him. Uh, he's had a back injury. Um, some bad luck with that. Uh, even when he's healthy, though, he didn't, uh, didn't seem to really hit his stride yet uh, here in the NFL. Uh, here's the stat line from the full five games he's played this year. Uh, 285 yards on 87 carries. If you do the math, that uh, equals into 3.2 yards per carry. Yikes. Uh, you know, not that 4.4 I was talking about earlier where you want to be. You do not want to be here. Uh, uh, pretty ugly ground stats, hey, guys? Yeah, and the receiving wasn't great either. Oh, well, doesn't so 126 help. receiving yards, 13 targets. So, you know, it's about two and a half targets per game for about 25 yards. So it, it helps, but it, it's not nearly enough out of uh, out of carry on. No, the situation hasn't been great. I think we, uh, what, two episodes ago, I went on a bit of a rant about Matt Patricia mm-hmm. and his ability a, to that was a fine rant, have an though. offense. It, it was pretty ranty. It's one of my favorite rants of the Go year. Go back and check it out. Some but uh, I think the reason we still have carry on this high is just because of talent. I'm a big believer in talent. And the fact that he's 22. The Lions' offense seems to be improving this year, especially from a passing perspective. And I think had Carrion not got hurt, I think we would have seen some improvement, especially now. Yeah, uh, for sure. Maybe not with Driscoll because he seems to be a pretty, pretty <laughs> maybe not right now. Driscoll, I mean, Driscoll's he, a pretty good runner. He can run, man. Yeah, <laughs> Driscoll can run. Dude uh, is mobile. But the key, the key to Carrion is guys not getting injured. I and mean, he's played sixteen of thirty-two games this year. That's yeah. That's not Matt Stafford territory. That's for sure. No, Different that's position not. entirely, but whatever. Yeah, he's played uh, yeah, one full season of the two mm-hmm. in the league, so that's not great. Okay. Well, let's carry on to number fourteen. I want one. Uh, James Conner, twenty-four. Uh, I feel like I feel like this guy is really difficult to evaluate. Like from a medical perspective, uh, maybe because <laughs> <laughs> I think the doctors have issues too, buddy. Maybe. <laughs> uh, he looked good last season uh, as the Lev, uh, as filling in for Lev Bell. Uh, but watching him this year, I'm not. Uh, I'm not always confident in him. I sometimes am. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I, I like James Conner coming into this year. I think the, uh, you know, the in- injury troubles aside, if you take out Conner's Week Eight game against the Dolphins, which was 23 rushes for 145 yards, his next best game was 55 yards. Ooh, yeah, taking out that Week Eight game, like last, uh, and also what we want to include last week when he left injured. Uh, Conner's rushing totals. Are 235 yards on 74 carries. That's 3.1 yards per carry, and average about 39 rushing yards per game. So less than carry on. That's pretty. Yeah. That's pretty ugly. Yeah, it's pretty ugly. Not great. You know, also that he can't see the color purple. Did <laughs> you really? That's a weird thing. <laughs> I'm a, must be why the Vikings are tough against. Them. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I don't the know Ravens. That. I'm just making that up. On the Ravens. I mean, maybe <laughs> watch uh, the Vi- movie. Vikings are tough on most teams, so the Ravens. Yeah. So he just sees gray shirts coming attack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 It's tough. Um. 
He's good in the passing game, though, is he not? Yeah, yeah he's really good at the passing game. That's why he's a top 15 dynasty running back. Okay, I'll keep him up there. Yeah, yeah. 497 yards last season, 13 games. Similar pace Dice. this year, too, though. And having a having a, fl- a, a like a four target floor for running back is a pretty big benefit. Yeah, yeah. Even anywhere around, even like four targets, it doesn't sound huge, but that's no, you, that's a lot of points. You four, can extrapolate that to like 100 yards a game. Well, even four receptions at like 30 yards a game, if you're in a full PPR, yeah, there you go, seven mm-hmm. points. Yeah, so 55 yards carry, 30, 40 yards. Yeah, uh, ten points. That that plays, man. Maybe he gets the end zone. Maybe he doesn't. Uh, here's a guy who uh, used to get in the end zone a lot. Oh, I miss these. Uh, days. It's my boy Todd Gurley. He's 25. Uh, he has a knee age of 75, <laughs> though. Yowzers. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, he, he takes his daily dose of, uh, that's, uh, yeah. of aspirin. That's, that's some good writing right there. Uh, Todd Gurley. Uh, he reminded owners of better days last week, though. Gurley handled a season-high 25 carries against the Bears in Week 11. His previous season-high was 18. Uh, so this was pretty substantial workload. Uh, still, Gurley is merely a RB2 at best now, I'm afraid. Uh, he's averaging 14 points per game, BPR, which is almost half of what he averaged in the previous two seasons. Not a bad point, but a bit of a dip if you're expecting that out of him. Yeah. What do you expect out of him, Ty? Yeah, I mean, I'm a girly owner in two or three leagues. The 25 touches last week was nice, but that's just that's just not the norm it's anymore. It's not the norm. It's not yeah. the cliff. It's not the norm. Yeah, I just don't expect that to really... Cheers reference. Thank you. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> but if you look at Todd Gurley's uh, total touch share per season, so we'll, we'll exclude last week uh, for him, but it's... Uh, Twenty fifteen, thirty six point nine percent of the Rams total touches. Twenty sixteen, forty six. Yeah, look at your twenty seventeen, forty four. Last year thirty seven. This year is down to twenty seven percent of the touches. The touch mm-hmm. share is not it's just not there. They they you know, they invested too much money and they're not gonna ride them that hard anymore. No, mm-hmm. and his efficiency is down this year, but it's not drastically in the rushing department. I think a lot of people I think this part of this is overplayed. It's more as a usage, right? Because he isn't too far off in most rushing metrics. He does have seven rushing TDs this season, which is pretty freaking good. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's good. His efficiency in the passing game, though, is taking a pretty big hit. <clears throat> He's only averaging 13 yards receiving per game this season after 52 and 40 through the past two. He's also at a lower rate per, percep- per receptions this week at six yards per reception after being near or above double digits most of his career. Yeah. Well, the Rams, t- the Rams uh, too, offense as a whole has struggled this uh, year. And they may not uh, change unless uh, Goff improves. <laughs> Unlikely. Yeah. <laughs> well, not forget, in his 18 games this uh, year. Last 18 games. Or sorry, in his last 18 games. <laughs> so that's not CFL. That's a hell of a season. <laughs> CFL football. Got them, too, got them confused. So in his last 18 uh, games, he has a passer rating of 78.4. So just as a comparison, Brock Osweiler. Oh, no. Career say passer that. of 78. Oh, that stat hurts. Uh, I didn't approve this writing of this. I don't like this. I, I saw it and I had to oh, it. Jared hurts. Gorf sucks. Uh. Oh, he's a little bit better than Brock Osweiler. We'll leave it at that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, you said it. Really <laughs> when you're that. being compared to to the Osweiler himself, like, I feel like that is probably the lowest denominator. Yeah. And that's why we should leave it at that. All right. <laughs> <It's the last laughs> don't worry. So, someone's a Rams fan. Yeah, I was indeed. All right. Number 16, uh, Derek Henry. 25 and 10 games a season. He has 832 rushing yards. 4.4 yards per attempt. Right, right at the there. Hillson oh, line. Oh, yes. He's at the <laughs> Hillson line. Like that. uh, that's, that's for you, Dave. Uh, eight rushing touchdowns. He's averaging 16.4 fantasy points per game in half EPR formats. That's ahead of, uh, ahead of Elliott, Chubb, Jacobs, Kamara, and Fournette. Uh, I think we... Do we tend to underrate Henry just a wee tad, Jay? You, specifically? Uh, yes. Yeah. Ty? Yeah. Ty? Uh, y- yes, yes and yes no. Yes and no? I, I definitely, I, I do underrate Derrick Henry a bit. Okay. I mean, he's been anywhere in my rankings from like 25 up to, you know, 15, 14. Like, he's climbed for me this year. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Even just coming up with the show doc, we actually moved him up five or six spots just because it's, it's really hard to put I him below some of these guys behind. To, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Proven. yeah, he's having a great season. He's still not much of a pass catcher, but, you know. 18 targets this year actually ties the career high for him. No, for it's it's play. It's not a lot of targets, but it's I mean, moving in the right direction. He's still <laughs> got a great combo of size and speed, but receiving does keep him from being elite. I think he's a pretty consistent back-end RB1, top-end RB2, even in PPR leagues with just, just the touchdown and the volume he does get. He's one of the better pure runners in the league, if not the best. Mm-hmm. I'm putting it out there. Wow. He's, we mentioned someone else earlier. But I know. A pure runner. He's up there, though, man. He's up there. With he's him. up there, and he's one of the best yards after contact runners this year. If you look at the yards after... Is it hit a Fournette? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, he is. Look at that. 
Yeah. He's uh so if, if you look at the yards after contact per attempt leaders entering week eleven, you have Derrick Henry at three point seven eight, Leonard mm. Fournette just point zero three okay. spots behind. Chris Casson, Duke Ooh. Johnson, and jo- Duke, Ooh, my boy fuck, Duke that's surprising. Duke Johnson. <laughs> I like Johnson that. Yeah. He found a so he found a way to slip himself into the show doc. And then Josh Jacobs at three point six one. So I think Derrick Henry, yeah, I think we're underrating him quite Maybe. a bit. I mean, I've never really liked him. This year I've got a new appreciation, but we're definitely underrating him a bit. I'm not a big fan. I've spent the last couple of years talking about why he's not a good idea to own him, but I've started to come up to warm up to the idea that maybe he's a buy. Yeah, possibly. I think you have to at this point. Keep your eyes pierced. All right, number 17, Le Vion Bell. He's 27 years of age. Uh, Bell's first season with the Jets hasn't been spectacular. Nope. Or anything close. Um uh, Jets were even shopping him at the deadline, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, with this, as we mentioned earlier, Steelers were reportedly interested, uh, but no team bit on his huge price tag. No, Is that I'm surprising? shocked. You're yeah, shocked. Yeah. I'm shocked. Uh, it's it's really not surprising though. Bell's in the first year of a four-year, fifty-two point five. Oh, is he <laughs> million-dollar contract? Wow, I, yeah, thirty-five I, million bucks guaranteed too. Can you? I, lot, I can't yeah. see another team taking that on. Uh, we're at the we're in the age now. Running backs are twenty-three, twenty-four, and I think. The one thing we've talked about, what, four times in this fucking episode now? Yeah. Is that once a running back gets to the point where they're making the big money, it's time to sell. Yeah. He can make an old CD about this. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, he definitely can. I mean, and Bell's, he's been okay this year. He's been he's been used a lot in the passing game. 46 receptions on 57 targets. That's actually seventh most from the running back position this year. Which is fine, but his running game's been a bit, uh, bit mediocre. Mm-hmm. He's a jet, though. Sixteen game pace is you know eight hundred twelve rushing yards on the season, four point eight uh, rushing touchdowns. So I'll give him four or five rushing touchdowns. Mm-hmm. You know those are both career lows, not kind of the game, the, the season that he mm-hmm. only played six games, twenty fifteen. But that is on a pretty anemic offense with the, with the Jets. So it's not all his fault, but no, you can't. I mean, if you own, if you own him in fantasy, you don't you don't get bonus points for being on a shitty team. No, no, you don't. So I mean, Bell's a guy that. I think we had him ranked here at 17 because it feel like it, it feels bad to have him outside the top 20, but I don't know that he's actually in there for me. Interesting. No. Well, I think age, age for me comes into play. 27. Yeah. I like a running back on their first contract. Yeah. Yeah. That's just where it's a, at. just out of the draft, maybe a year removed. Like like, yeah. like a guy maybe, like David maybe a Montgomery. Chicago Bear. Yeah, David Montgomery. <laughs> yeah, maybe a guy like David Montgomery. There it goes. It's always around this point. Yeah, what, what minute mark are we at? One second. <laughs> We're at the forty-six and a half minute mark. Right, let's track that. And Dave dropped his phone. All right, there we go. Shocking. Well, Montgomery hasn't lived up to early season hype, has he, fellas? From a fantasy community, anyway. He's uh, RB twenty-one this year and half PPR. Jay, um. Give me some thoughts about the, him and the Bears. I don't. I, I. I can't see anything negative about Montgomery for the most part. That's good. Again. I think the Bears' offense has been a fucking mess, man. Mitch Trubisky doesn't look like a CFL quarterback. <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> oh wait, enough. sorry, NFL quarterback. Well, both. I think you might be right. Too. No, I think yeah. Arena Football League quarterback doesn't maybe? look like good enough to be a CFL quarterback. Mm. Correct. Maybe yeah, the eighth team. Maybe, maybe yeah. they're regretting that pick. Uh, I expect things to improve for the Bears and Montgomery. He's twenty-two, man. He's showing some of that legendary college of looseness in the NFL. I think he's, I think I, I'm still okay with him. I, I wasn't expecting a ton this year. In all honesty, I was okay. the, the leagues you, I drafted him in. I wasn't needing to start him, and I'm kind of glad because it doesn't totally good. fuck me yet. But. No, the NFL has actually kind of moved to more of like a two back system on most teams. So these rookie running backs aren't guaranteed to hit right off the bat anymore. No, they're not going to get 300 touches necessarily. Smart move though, no. really by the team. But with uh, for sure, not great for fantasy, but no, it hurts fantasy a bit. Mm-hmm. But the one positive Montgomery over the last month, he's been pretty up or down. Um, but he's been getting touches through his last four games, 27 for 135, 14 for 40, 17 for 60, 14 for 31. Three of those weeks are kind of rough, but there's volume. They're they're feeding him the ball, which wasn't helping at the start of the year, so we'll, yep. see, we'll see what he does with it. We shall see. Yep. Next on our list, David Johnson, 27, 28 next month. Happy early birthday, happy Dave. Birthday. Yeah, happy early uh, retirement, Dave. Yeah. You know his favorite tree is sweet birch. Is that a tree? Yeah. <laughs> is that a tree? Really? Like, do you, how do you know it's sweet? You have I've never thing? tasted a tree. Yeah, I know. It's weird. I've tasted a lot of trees. None of them are that sweet. Smoked yeah. a few trees. It is a real... I looked it up, though. I've never it? tasted any. It is a real tree, though. It's sweet birch, and he's a big fan of... Cool, cool. Yeah. Um, factoid. But um, I don't think he's going to be a fan of where we're putting him on this list here. He's slipping down here. Um, probably our biggest faller, wouldn't you guys say? Yep. Yeah, I think so. And he's another guy like Lev Bell and uh, David Johnson are two guys that I felt like we had to have on the the first episode here in the top 20 but I I don't think I would take 
David Johnson even at 19. Like, I think there's, like, guys that aren't even in our top 20. Like, Marlon Mack, I think I would take Marlon Mack for David Johnson straight up at this point. Yeah, it's crazy to think that, like, two years ago you would have told me that I would have slapped you in the You're face. You're crazy. Yeah. Well, two months ago I would have slapped, I would have slapped myself in the face for that. But hmm. I know, slapped myself in the he, face he, last he, night. But even, even you look at the revered pro football focus, which is probably the best web server I've been to in my entire life. Oh, it's fantastic, fantasy football. Yeah. It's fucking incredible. But David Johnson has the lowest elusive rating amongst all running backs of at least 20% of the team's rushing attempts. Mm. Frank Gore, 27.5. LaShawn McCoy, 22. Sonny Michel, 21.3. <laughs> Kalen Balazs, 16.2. He's good. And David Johnson <laughs> at 15.8. Do you really You're want below to be Kalen in that? Co- You're below LaShawn McCoy. He sat last week. Like Sonny Michel. Sonny Michel. Like, do you really uh. want to be in? Oh, man. It, it's a sad day. David Johnson was one of my favorite running backs of all time. Him and his son. Really? He's fucking incredible. He was great. He was great for two. He's fantastic. You know, for two years okay. when he was healthy, he was awesome. He's beautiful to watch. Man, the guy catch football. He's, he's, he's no. He was no Barry Sanders. I mean, I don't know. Can't put him up. There. I'm not old well, enough to remember Barry Sanders, dude. Oh, he, he did retire early. Actually, I can see. He that. Did. was yeah. no he Barry did. Sanders. That's true. Let the Lions uh, retire early. But I, I don't think. I think we're in the era where running backs aren't going to have ten year careers, though. No. You're looking four no, or five years, out, other than Frank. Other than yeah, Frank Gore. Yeah. And to be fair, David Johnson for fantasy to start the year, he was doing fine because of receiving work. Yep. But he, he he looked terrible as a runner. Like he, it's if he if, if if he does come back and he has a couple of good weeks, just sell him. Sell him. Get out of that. Yep. And here's the guy I might I would probably buy. Number twenty, Miles Sanders. Yeah, I like Sanders. It's not Barry Sanders, let me tell you, but it's Miles Sanders and I like him. It's his son actually. Uh is it really? No, it's not. Oh fuck. <laughs> Dig that all I was gonna make some shit up like it was his nephew or something, something like believable, but uh, and I believe that. It was <laughs> less believable. Um he's a bit limited uh, his rookie season. Uh, but we still see some good things. Uh, anyway, it's not a bad thing to limit him from a football perspective. Uh, but yeah, we've seen some good things. I wouldn't, th- I wouldn't say he's limited. He's getting a whopping eight rushing attempts per game. Yeah, that's not limited <laughs> at all. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> yeah. I think Jordan Howard. Howard's been a bigger problem, though, than anyone anticipated. Mm. I think in limited opportunities, though, Sanders has done some big playability. 65 rush yard rush, a 45 yard reception mm. come to mind. Yeah. There's been some beautiful plays from that beautiful man. Yeah. I think he's got a good career. Yeah, Jordan, he, Jordan Howard's underrated, though. Yeah, Jordan Howard's been fine, yeah. And the Philly, I mean, the, the, the Philly buy him situation. Then? Jordan Howard? Yeah. I'd, I'd buy Jordan Howard. Yeah, you sell him? For cheap? No, I don't have no. Front price? Front yeah. price? Yeah. No, Jordan Howard's been underrated. Miles Sanders has been good. But uh, I think the, the Philly scheme, not always the best for uh, for a running back sometimes. So no, they tend of, to. Of spread it, they spread it yeah. around. They tend to spread it, but he, I mean. Jay's back there, too, I Ajay? Ajay. Yeah. Is he back on Philly? I'm not worried about it. He's Ajay. back, yeah. He's, but back. he's, <laughs> he's, a, he's, a, he's a, an emergency. Yeah. All right, there you go. He's his, back, his, and we his, don't he, care. The only player in the NFL whose knees are more arthritic than Todd Gurley's. Oh, okay. 95-year-old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. like, like no actually, my, my grandmother was actually at a... At a uh, <laughs> <laughs> at the doctor there. I'll get the same treatment. Corn is on injection of the knee. That's funny. Anything else to add on Miles Sanders? I mean... Yeah, he's looked pretty good in the receiving game. He's pretty That's much good. a safe bet for you know three or four targets a week. If which, you haven't noticed, which is always nice. Um, j- just just on his running too, he's had a lot of like really nice big plays, big runs. He seems he's still a bit uh, a bit too indecisive. I think there's a couple themes this show is yeah, running backs that can receive are definitely a little bit higher value. Yeah, but right. once the, unless they get a lot of money and sign, <laughs> and then, then they <laughs> don't. Yeah, yeah. hell with them. So there's a couple of themes there. Uh-huh. E- eat the rich. Eat the rich. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, that's it. That's the top 20. Stay tuned uh, next week. we got some more uh, some more guys to talk about. Um, of course, we're going to talk about dudes. Um, Dynasty buy and sell. That's what we're moving on to now. I don't want to sell anybody this week, though. You don't have to. I only got buys this week. Can we, can we just do buys? Yeah, let's just do buys. All right. All right, we'll just do Play buys. the music. And welcome to Dynasty buy and sell. Back in my day, we could get a running back, a moon pie, and a newsreel for only a nickel. All right. So, so guys, these are really some some rookies that we uh, really haven't made a splash yet, uh, but certainly kind of like reminders that they're out there and that you might uh, check on them. And uh, if they're available, I think uh, I think it's a smart thing to um, buy them. Wiser words have never been spoken. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Can, I go, can I go first? I'm excited about my guy. Are you? Good. Yeah, it's one Hakeem Butler. Yeah, I'm like about as like excited as him as the Cardinals were to draft him in the fourth. Okay. 6'5", 227-pound wideout with 448 speed and matchup nightmare against DBs. His hands are still as suspect as, well, 
Dave is in most police investigations. <laughs> <laughs> just locally. Just locally. <laughs> just locally. Nothing, no, nothing federal yet. His also nickname is Hey You in the Bushes. <laughs> but his, I mean, his hands, are, his hands are suspect, and the season off is probably not going to help that. Yeah, he's a below average route runner, but I'm still betting on talent. Murray, 393 passing attempts in the season, and his accuracy should continue to develop. I think a wide receiving core of Isabella, Kirk, and Butler might be an interesting tandem for years to come. Arizona has more pressing holes to fill. <laughs> I want to make a joke. Grow up, yeah, Shut grow up. Shut up. <laughs> Arizona has more pressing holes to fill than their wide receiver core, and I anticipate little draft stock allocated. Check the owner. He might have IR fatigue, which is a real thing, by the way. Oh, yeah. IR yeah. fatigue. Yeah. Oh, I got some IR fatigue. Yeah, you might, you might get a lottery ticket on 50 cents on the dollar here. He's just anemia. Can I go next on another rookie? It's not John Brown. He has anemia. Yeah, oh, that's sickle sorry. cell trait that he. Oh, has. that's sickle cell. Yeah, yeah never mind. Yeah. Okay. My bad. All right, let's we'll definitely. Yeah. Uh, we'll let Ty take this let's next stick, one. Let's stick with the theme of uh, rookies they can buy for cheap here. Oh, good. This guy's really cheap. I've never talked about this guy before. <laughs> <laughs> I've never. Heard, I've never even read his name before, Ty. Who is this guy? Is his name? Is it Justice? Is it pronounced Justice yeah. Hill? It's Justice. Justice Hill. I, uh, apparently, he's a pretty talented running back. That really good. Ty's been talking I, about I may, have, here. I may have mentioned starting in the summer and not stopping until now. I still believe in Justice Hill, though. When we were actually researching this show, Doc, I was actually looking up uh, Chris Carson's college stats in Oklahoma, and uh, you know, Justice Hill was actually the starter ahead of you know, ahead of Carson. They were a tandem. Really? They were a great tandem, and Justice Hill was the starter ahead of him, despite being like three years younger. Oh wow! It's like this guy was just dynamic in college. He still has great ability. Came out the combine with four four speed. It's like he definitely lacks in a couple of areas, like top end speed. Yeah. He's yeah, fucking explosive, though. He can explode. Yeah, he's yeah. explosive. Yeah. And he, he's a guy that, uh, you know, he hasn't really played in Baltimore this year, and he probably won't play much this year. It's almost like a redshirt year for him. But he's a guy, add him to your dynasty bench. You can get him for next to nothing. And he could end up just, you know, again, exploding. Yeah. I, re- I really like Justice. I think the only thing for me is his size that kind of concerns me as, as to his role moving forward. But we've seen guys like Matt Breda. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, a lot of guys are actually closer to his size. Like, he's not tiny. No, he's, five, he's ten, not petite. Five, ten, 200 pounds. 200 pounds. So it's, it's, it's not tiny. He's, he's, you know, he's not far off of like the Alvin Kamara frame. So. No, yeah. for sure. Okay. All right. We'll, he we'll he, he reminds up. me a lot of a poor man's Alvin Kamara. That's what yeah. I saw watching his college yeah. his college tape, and I thought I'd be like way ahead of the ball by being so well. on Justice Hill. Now I think part of me is just trying to will this, no, into, t- t- will this into existence. But I'm, I picked I'm still up, in. I picked up Justice Hill based on your extreme hard-on for a man you've never met. I think I have him in the league, too, and I, I kind of don't do drop fair. him because of you. Because? Well, that's yeah. Kelly Clarkson right there. Because oh, of you. What, why are we on <laughs> shit R&B all day? Oh, man, right, shit. Let's do one more rookie, and then we're going to take Dave outside and show him some different music. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's talk about uh, a person named a person named Jay Sternberger. Uh, this is, uh, he's talented. He's a route runner with excellent catching ability. Looks to be a... Um, to be a piece of the good passing offense for years to come. Years. Well, he's pretty young, yeah, so he's I hope pretty so. Young. I hope so, too. Uh, Jimmy G isn't long for this league, and the Packs uh, spent a third. Uh, yeah, I think it was a third to get Sternberger. It was a third, yeah. 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 Uh, I don't expect many snaps from him uh, uh, this year, of course, um, but I do see some fantasy relevance in 2020. As mentioned earlier, iron fatigue is a real thing, and the owner may be looking to move on from him, and... Uh, they have another position of need. So, as always, price check your league. PCYL. Check the price. Uh, yeah, I like Sternberg. Yeah. yeah, Sternberg. He's no Justice Hill, but. Uh, no, few are, Dave. Few are. So he's, he's also a tight end. On, on Sternberg, I say you can also check in on Josh Oliver. Same sort yeah. of thing. Oh, say. yeah. Josh I Oliver. Like well, wasn't he with San Diego at one point? No, no, he's a rookie. He's playing. For no, getting him mixed up with. What happened to that Oliver? Jacksonville. You know what I'm talking about last year? You're talking about the running back, Darren Oliver. Darren yeah, Oliver. yeah. What happened yeah. to him? Sucks. <laughs> okay, is that what happened? He <laughs> yeah. just sucks. Yeah. Okay. He's bagging groceries. Yeah, yeah. so check on him yeah, to see if he's... Hey, Kurt Warner, Warner bagged groceries <laughs> once. Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner went back. <laughs> and he won a Super Bowl. He loved it. He Boom. went back. Uh, so, so we're buying these guys and we're selling any running yeah. back that gets paid the amount of money they deserve to be paid. Anytime for, a running back fund For having CTE for the rest of their lives. Finally, there's a contract that they probably Yeah, so do it. You can just sell them. Do a contract check. Yeah, treat them as Hey, maybe they should pay these guys in the NCAA. Yeah. Interesting thought. Oh, Good shit. Did, I, yeah. did, it, did it just get controversial? Yeah, we can't do that. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Sorry, NCAA. All right. <laughs> Your student athletes. Well, everyone, Jay signaled me that it's time that he wants us to leave. Get the bug out. Kind of rude. All good. I got something at home in the oven anyways. It's been in there for 13 hours. 
It's on low, though. should be fine. I hope it's a turkey. <laughs> it better be a turkey. Uh, as always, thanks for tuning it's in. probably a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pizza. Uh, thanks for tuning in. I usually tune these guys out and just stare at them awkwardly. It's so awkward. <laughs> I hate when he makes eye contact. Stare at them. Sometimes he licks his lips and I'm like, <laughs> do, you, do you need chapstick? Or? Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Dry Lips here. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Have a great evening. Bye. Bye, Bye. 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 Bye.